Today on The Good Word, we're talking about witnesses, three of them in particular. When I hear the word witness, I immediately think of courtroom dramas like Perry Mason or The Many Flavors of Law and Order, where everything comes down to a moment with someone's fate hanging on the words of just one or two witnesses. What did they see? What do they know? Are they reliable? In our study of the New Testament, we come across the idea of witnesses as well. In both Matthew and 2 Corinthians, it tells us that, quote, In the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. We've already considered the angels and the shepherds, but there are still more to come in the story of the birth of Jesus. Two surprising witnesses who had waited many, many years to play their part. About a week after the birth of Jesus, Joseph and Mary took the baby to the temple in Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as was the custom. Here's how it reads in Luke chapter 2. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms, and blessed God, and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him, and Simeon blessed them. Can you imagine Mary and Joseph's surprise to have a stranger come up to them out of the blue and prophesy about the child? When it says Simeon took him up in his arms, the Greek word means the curve or inner angle of the arm. Can you picture Simeon tenderly holding the child, looking at him as he tells the Lord, he can now depart in peace for he has seen his salvation. But Simeon's not the only person who's been waiting upon the Messiah. Almost at the same time comes an elderly woman who had been widowed for 84 years. Ancient indeed. Her name is Anna. And Luke 2 says she was a holy woman who never missed a service in the temple. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. From this we learn that there were a number of believers gathered in Jerusalem looking for the coming of their Savior. How remarkable for Simeon and Anna, first to have been told that his coming would be in their lifetime, but for each of them to have been led, as it says, by the Spirit to the temple at the moment Jesus arrived in the arms of Joseph and Mary. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Simeon and Anna make two, so who is the third? Well, the third witness might be you. Think of it. Simeon and Anna knew by the Spirit what to expect and that the coming of the Messiah was a real event. In the end, they did see with their own eyes. But hadn't they already known, already believed? Perhaps it's the same for us reading the story. Is it true or isn't it? We've heard witnesses. 
And now we have to make a choice as to what we will believe. Making that choice is influenced by the Spirit of the Lord, another witness to our hearts that what we're reading is real. It's our own witness of the Spirit that finally persuades us to believe, and it's in following that belief in faith that we come to have the experiences that make us into another witness of Christ. And that's the good word. Thank you.